All right, check, check, one, two. Uh, check, check, one, two. Yeah, it looks good. It does? I think so. Okay. Yeah. See, this is my first podcast. <laughs> I've never done this before. I'm a virgin here, so. Welcome to Pandemic Programming. It's the <laughs> Cowboy and the Baldy Podcast. <laughs> my name is Tony Michaels, and I'd like to introduce you to my country friend, Cowboy Bob. Hello. How you doing today? So I figured this would be like a crossover event, kind of like mm-hmm. Chicago Med and Chicago PD. Okay. So we'll see how this goes. It's the first ever Cowboy and the Baldy podcast. Now, just to let you know, Cowboy, I gave you top billing because you started a radio before I did. 1981. Uh, do you remember the first song you played on the radio? I was so nervous, I couldn't even tell you what the address <laughs> was of the radio station. I have no flipping idea. Can I say that in a podcast? I think you can. Oh, yeah. you can. Yeah. I can actually swear here, too, can't I? I, I think you can. It might be frowned upon by All some right, of those listening. All right, here we go. My first swear word ever. Jeez Louise. <laughs> <laughs> so you really don't remember your first song that you played on the radio? <clears throat> No, I'd, I'd, well, because it was kind of, and you'll notice, you'll, you'll kind of get this. I was, it was KMS Radio. I was working at the Westernware store, KD Westernware, and I was doing a rodeo sports program. And one day they were in need of help. And so this guy comes up and said, Hey, you were the cowboy hat. You want to work some weekends? And I said, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll be here. And, and uh, Chris Starr will teach you all about it. And you'll go on this weekend. And I said, well, thank you, Mr. Stone. (laughs) Oh, Charlie Stone? Charlie Stone. Oh! Yeah. And so I really didn't get much... um, Tutelage. Tutelage. No, (laughs) I didn't. And and when I when I was uh, getting trained, Chris Starr says, what's your name going to be? And I go, "Uh, Bob. (laughs) She knows, no, we need an air name. And she says... Rodeo and Western, we're going to call you Cowboy Bob. And that's where it came from. That's good. But I have no idea what I played for a song. I remember my first one was at a campus radio station in Lincoln. It was Skinny Legs by Lyle Lovett. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Lyle Lovett, of course, uh, became famous because he was married to Julie Roberts. Yes. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Married up. A pretty woman indeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I thought we'd uh, just talk about some country music things, mm-hmm. kind of get some different perspectives. Now, of all the uh, country artists you've met, what's the favorite artist you've met or your best story backstage? Backstage. Well, you want to know something. Over the years, I've met so many, and it's hard to come down to one. One of the most memorable, I think, would be uh, Barbara Mandrell. And, and what a great entertainer. I met her backstage down at uh, the Sioux City Auditorium, and, and, and I had gotten to do an interview with her prior to um, the show about a month before. And I was standing backstage waiting, and there was such a big divide between her and her stage manager. Okay, now you know about stage managers. They're the ones that ru- run everything behind the door. Yep. Okay, this is... Um, Barbara Mandrell's the nicest lady that ever, you know, walked on two legs. And her stage manager, I would best say, was a pit bull. Oh, wow. About the same size as her, too. Yeah. I mean, look at her crossways, and she'd tear your head off and do something. You know, wow. she was really something. Barbara Mandrell walks around the corner, and she goes, you must be Cowboy Bob. And I said, uh, yeah. She says, follow me in this room. And we went in there to the green room and just had the nicest talk. And oh, that's cool. And she was just a fantastic lady. Wow. And what an entertainer. That would be the female side. And then the male side would be Roy Clark. And it wasn't too long ago uh, down at Winnevegas. And 
many of the people that listen to my Sunday Morning Gold show have heard the story about uh, meeting Roy Clark. And, you know, because when I was a kid, he was he's the first man to um, sub for Johnny Carson as a host of The Tonight Show. Well, that's right. You know, and just all that neat stuff. And he was such an entertainer and such a personality, and he just lights up. And, you know, I was talking with Roy, and I very seldom would go backstage after, you know, introducing somebody. Mm-hmm. But he did such a fantastic job after hip surgery <laughs> and out there with the young kids, you know, really doing it. And I went back to talk to him, and um, we talked for quite some time. And I went back to tell him how good he was and all this kind of stuff. And he talked my arm off. And I almost had to say, Roy, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I got the things to do I here. things to do because we'd still be there talking. So, yeah, it would be those two, Barbara Mandrell and, and uh, Roy Clark, most memorable. Yeah. Uh, for me, I would go, uh, obviously, Garth Brooks. Yeah. Uh, yep. We interviewed him, and then he uh, had some tickets set aside, went up there with uh, one of your staff members, J.J. Mm-hmm. Webb. Yep. Very mm-hmm. giving of his time, and he passed the Do I Want to Be Here test. And from a female perspective, I'll go Ashley McBride. Okay. Uh, who uh, came into kind of stardom, if you will, in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was also very genuine. I like uh, kind of the authentic feel that I got from Ashley McBride. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, next up, uh, what country song means the most to you, Cowboy Bob? You know, I country song that means the most to me. I am not one of these people that listens to a song and goes, oh, that's just so sweet. I just love that. Or that's so touching. I really don't like that. I like fun songs. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like fun songs, and so, um, and and that's why my my favorite. Uh, oh, I, I know what it is. So, it's who's going to feed them hogs. There you go. Yeah, Tom T. Hall, and and that fits right in what I'm going to say. I I like songs that are fun and funny. My favorite type of music is Western swing, and so Bob Wills, uh, to steal a line from Waylon and Willie, has probably done as much for our kind of music as anybody. Bob Wills uh, with Western swing would be my favorite music. So. Music, to me, has got to be fun. And I love two-minute, fun, fast songs. And uh, you take Tom T. Hall, uh, Roger Miller, and now today I like Brad Paisley because I think that he's those two a modern version of. And that's the kind of music I like. I don't want to think when I'm listening to music. And the new one from Brad Paisley, No Eye and Beer, definitely fits there you go. along with that. Yeah, so that's the kind of music I like. I like to, you know... You know, the old drink a beer and have fun and just, you know, really have some fun. See, and I'll go on the other side since I like a little bit of romance mm-hmm. and I like oh, watching. I didn't say I didn't like romance. <laughs> <laughs> I like watching the Hallmark movie channel, so I'm going to go with, and I kind of thought maybe he would have came up uh, by now already on this podcast, George Strait, and I Crossed My Heart. That was a song that we had in our wedding, and it was sung by one of our uh, sales executives, Heather Howie. And That's it- not the one I was at. No, you went to the second one. I went to the second and one. And was the best man. I was. We had to do the whole thing over again. <laughs> yes. And you did a, a fantastic job. I was. I yeah. was the best man. But there. I noticed you didn't sing any George Strait at the time. No, I didn't. So. And I did mention George Strait because I mentioned... Western Swing. Western Swing. And Bob Wills. Bob Wills, and that leads you to George Strait. And so George is my man. Okay. Uh, most underappreciated artist in country music. And and I don't want to be too lengthy on these, but uh, you know what? This is a podcast, and yeah. we don't have any time constraints, <laughs> no, do we? No one's kicking you us know, out of the studio. Mr. No. Husky's not going, uh, could you shorten that down a little bit? <laughs> no. <laughs> Get to the point. <laughs> That's our consultant, by yeah. the way. Um, I am going to go to the most underappreciated would be the artists of the 80s in country oh, music. Okay. 
Yeah, because a lot of people, and you know, there's uh, there's these big jumps and moves in music, and in country music, there was you know, there's Hank and there's Bob Wills yeah. and Waylon and Willie and you know and all this you know everything that just kind of moved things up the ladder and changed this way and that way. Um, but a lot of people think, oh man, since 1990, country music's really been something. But before there was Garth, Ricky Van Shelton. There was Ricky Van Shelton, who, by the way, you could take away their instruments and he could sing. Yeah. Okay. Ricky Van Shelton. There was uh, George Strait and there was Kenny Rogers and Dwight Yoakam and Hank Jr. and the Oak Ridge Boys and the Statler Brothers and just so many great. And, and if you take your time and listen to the country music of the 80s that largely got played on AM radios, mm-hmm. really had a lot of neat production to it. It sounded like a lot of the music of the 80s, but... They they all had their own sound, so I say that they are mostly they're underappreciated. I That's think good. if you listen to Friday Night Spotlight, there's so many great artists that never get the time of day on oh, the radio yeah. at all, and uh, you don't have to look too far. Uh, we bring ten new songs every Friday that I think mm-hmm. a lot of those should be big hits, and they're just not given that exposure by radio stations. Just don't give them the time of day. So. You know what? And that's been going on forever. Too. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, and we made a joke about it. You know, back in the old days when we had forty fives. You know, you drop a needle on it, you, you hear, you know, a couple spins, and if it doesn't grab you right away, it didn't make it. And you know, that's just the way the business goes. So, Cowboy Bob, you've always been in country music, correct? There wasn't like a dalliance with like rock or Mm, polka, anything like that? No, like I said, it was working at the Western Wear store and in rodeo and and, and actually getting started announcing rodeos and that kind of stuff, you know. So So this question comes uh, loaded with 40 years of experience for you. Why do you think country music is popular? Uh, It's kind of, I I think, um, it's just a, a kind of an everyday, every woman Kind of every man, every woman kind of um, music touches everybody. Truthful, you know, and and you could do the same thing for any music. You could sit there and go rock and roll. Oh, because it's this, you know. Uh, I I just think the the country music, uh, you know, with Ken Burns and stuff, just goes back to the core of this country. You know, it goes back to when radio was just getting started. And that's the type of music that you were listening to, you know, and a lot of that stuff came from that. I think it's got the deepest history and all that kind of stuff, you know, but I think it just kind of touches the common man, the common woman, you know, all the way through. I don't know if that makes sense. That's kind of a toughie. I I think that's a real tough one. And I think uh, if there's one format that embodies fun, kind of like you were talking about those fun songs, I think country music really traditionally has been one of those where you can kind of get away from some of your problems and you can focus on those fun songs. And even like uh, the songs about whiskey and, you know, drinking and divorce, it it relates to those common things that are going on in everyone's life. Good escape music. I mean, Jerry Reed, how can you not have fun listening to Jerry Reed? You know, and fun stuff like that, you know. So, yeah, I, I think that that's just, for me, it's nothing profound to say. It's just really honest music, you know. Cowboy Bob, uh, the one uh, fascinating question I have left for you is you've seen me practice in my office. Is there any chance (laughs) we could go roping in the near future? Okay. So I'm sitting behind the scenes, and and, in that little video, I was his generic buddy. My my buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Because there there was a deal where you couldn't go roping one week, and so I offered to step in your place and maybe do some some roping. I was on the IR. 
Yeah. And, and I've been that way for three weeks, and I'm hoping to be able to rope this Thursday night. Okay. And uh, so I pulled a growing muscle. You ever do that? I did not, no. That's mm. a, can you say that on the uh, podcast? Yeah, it's fine. So I said, geez, Louise. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we were roping uh, on a Thursday night, and, man, I pulled a growing muscle, and I fell in my saddle like a you know, sack of hammers. And Scott Herbolt, my buddy, and his boy, Dave Herbolt, were watching, and <laughs> – David says, oh, my God, somebody shot Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been on the IR list. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there behind the scenes, and you took an electric cord and tied a knot in it and was pretending like you were roping. Well, it's always been kind of my fantasy to live out the, the livelihood of a cowboy. Okay, yeah. to the two people that are listening to this podcast— <laughs> <laughs> Herbold and someone else. <laughs> All right, so the two people. I will tell you that I have put you on a horse before. Yeah. And I complimented you because not only did you wear my black hat, my black resistol. That means I was the bad cowboy. Yeah, and it, you looked like. Sinister. You looked, you did, you know, there's there's artists in country music. John Michael Montgomery, don't put a cowboy hat on his head because he doesn't look right with it. But you looked very natural Good. with it on. Yeah. And you looked natural on the horse. You set the horse well, and then you fell off. That's right. But, <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That was a ride-a-thon for stars, and I noticed I haven't been invited back on one of those ride-a-thons. Well, we'll have to work on that. Okay. <laughs> you tried roping with an electric cord. And I was darn good at it. Yeah. Yeah, you were. I mean, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this has been fun. Yeah, we should do this. If we have more Can than we do like, this next year? If we have more than 25 clicks, we will try to do this again in the future. Uh, 25? So, is that too many? If we well, have more was, than 20 clicks. Yeah, I was thinking if two people listened, we were really <laughs> doing something, you know. You know, one thing I would tell you, too, uh, what was odd was we were talking about, you know, first this or first this, you know, what other yeah. kind of music. When I was a kid growing up, you heard country music and all music together. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Statler Brothers would be on and then the Beatles are on. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's just that way. And that's the way... We grew up. It's like today we have Sam Hunt. Next moment, Webb Pierce. <laughs> I had to drop it in somewhere in the hey, podcast. There you go. <laughs> All right, Cowboy Bob, it's been nice seeing you. And, uh, maybe we'll do this again in the future. the glass. If not, you could look for us uh, doing some roping, some team roping. I'll be a header. You be a healer. Can we do one of those vlogs? Something to shoot for. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> not too much after the first time. Like uh, icing on a well-baked cake. That's a wrap. You stole my line. Adios, my country friend. Bye-bye.